The middle-aged candy store. The middle-aged candy store. Have a good time. Try lemon and lime at the middle-aged candy store. The candy is sweet, it's true. Though it may seem bitter to you. Wave back at the years, the trials and the tears, the cigarettes and beers, the faces you love, the things, the things you're sorry for. Come in for a spell, there's caramel at the middle-aged candy store. Well, hey there, it's old Skip here, manning the counter at the middle-aged candy store, and I hope like hell you're enjoying your day. Oops. <laughs> Sorry for the language. I'm a little more old-timey than Karen is, for sure. But to have a look around, wooden floors, hand-painted signs, why this little store is nothing if not old-timey, that's right. <laughs> So, what's your confection today? A little piece of sweetness? Something to get you through another day. Just another day in a long series of days that made you wonder, what the hell? Yeah, back in my time, things were a little different. It was a friendlier time, for sure, and people treated each other with respect. With, of course, that pervasive violence that cast a pall over all of life. But we were happy. And even though my folks couldn't afford fancy things like Air Jordans or jelly shoes, and even though we only had one curling iron for the whole family to share, we were simple. And after a long day, you'd walk home feeling good. Maybe skipping stones, wearing your new Air Jordans and dreaming about anything. Birds, obliterating your enemies. And when you got back to your room, there, hidden under your leg warmers, you always had that one little treat, a single piece of candy that you saved for... right now. <sighs> now, can a five-cent piece of candy be the one thing that prevents you from going over to the dark side? Flipping a switch? Well, I don't rightly know. But it's worth a shot, isn't it? For five cents? Come on now. So, what's your confection? Something sweet? Something sour? You think about what you want while we check in with Karen, who's still doing inventory. While she's right downstairs in the storeroom. We take you there. Well, that skip guy sure is enthusiastic. Showed up with his own outfit and everything. Really enthusiastic. I guess I should feel reassured by that. Mm, well, let's see how it goes. Now then. Inventory, inventory. What's your candy category? I guess this is fun.
Oh, oh well, uh, hello, Karen. Oh, God. Hi, Gum. Well, that's Interregna Gum now. Uh, Interregna Gum. Ha-ha. <laughs> because I and my ideas bridge the interregnum between humans' analog world and the new digital world. Uh, have you been thinking about our lessons at all, the universe and its forces? Mm, no. Honestly, I haven't. Very well, then. Uh, last day we talked about how humans are in the universe, but not of the universe. Humans of the universe are very different. In fact, they compete for space and energy. Uh, remember, the human brain is more complicated than anything else in the universe. Human imagination actually exceeds the bounds of space itself. Uh-huh. Well, that was kind of interesting, actually. Well, now today's lesson is about movement and the forces such as the universe's gravity pulling you apart constantly. Can you feel that, Karen? Your components breaking down atom by atom, molecule by molecule. My components? Let's see... No. Well, it's happening. It's happening right now. The universe is pulling you apart with its vast universal claws. Oh, sorry. That's a metaphor. Not really scientific, but... There are forces, and we humans are intuitively doing what it takes to counter that. We are always pushing back, growing in number and complexity. You say we humans, and yet you are a pack of gum. True, but we already agreed. I'm anthropomorphized. Uh, I'm anthropomorphized. Right. Okay. As I was saying, we intuitively push back against the limits of the universe and its elementary elements. And how do we do this? If you look at it, the history of all human endeavor is a story of competition and cooperation, love and war, peace and hate, alternating in cycles, humans separating from each other and uniting over and over gradually, over time, uniting and leaping forward. Okay. Well, and whether we know it or not, we do it to ultimately unite in struggle against the universe's ultimate death sentence for us humans, which is entropy, leading to the heat death of the universe far in the future. Wait. Is that the trillion-year war you keep talking about? Precisely. The purpose of our existence, of all of our human forces of love, hate, competition, and unity is to drive humans towards the ultimate point of our existence, what I call the Trillion Year War. This is our journey of self-preservation beyond the death of the universe. And really, it's the ultimate meaning of, well, uh, everything. Wow. I can't believe I just learned the meaning of the universe from a pack of gum. But wait, how exactly is all of human history supposed to be a struggle against... what? The universe? Human history is a story of 
clamoring to survive as a species and as individuals to to dominate uh, and also to learn and to to conquer uh, to conquer knowledge and and capture and and ultimately control the elements nature and each other to avoid death and extinction now it's true that we fight each other and that we are tribal but we also develop new ways to communicate to regroup and understand each other to share our thoughts those very thoughts that the universe can't penetrate that are inaccessible to its forces but exceed its grasp to understand each other more <laughs> This has been the case from the development of language to computer technology, as it will be to mind-reading technology eventually. We absorb our communication technology into our culture and ourselves. So logically, eventually, we will complete the ultimate synthesis, and we will merge our consciousness and digitize ourselves and, and free our spirits. And free our spirits! And the logical way for this human struggle to end is... With us understanding and conquering the universe itself. With humans extending our technologies and our understanding of the universe and each other to the point where we don't need it anymore. And on that day, we humans will upload ourselves and live in an environment of our own making. Immune from the encroaching heat death of the universe. We will make our own laws and live in cyberspace above the laws of physics. Wow. Wow. That's pretty big. Wow. Precisely. Precisely. Wow. Wow. Well, gum? Yes? What? What? Yes? Yes? You convinced me. I did? I did. Sure. I think you did. Trillion Year War! Trillion Year War! One last song, then. say whatever she wants but look is gum even candy I, I guess I should state here that I am biased against gum my daddy was a toothpick man through and through he made them by hand and sold them on the shopping channel too so the gum industry well they kind of ran my family out of making a living I guess 
I didn't know we sold gum in here. Hmm. I guess anything to make a buck, right? <laughs> Even if it means a generation of kids walking around with their cheeks stuffed full of rubber and polyethylene. Why not? <sighs> anyway, sorry. I'm not going to get upset again. Really, I'm not. Uh, listen, you seem nice. I have something really special for you to try. This one is sweet, for sure, with maybe some undertones of sourness. I think you'll really like it. A word, a tree, a word that is also a tree, a tree that sounds like a word, a word carved in a tree, burned into a tree, fashioned out of a tree, etched with the splinter of a tree on a smooth sheet made out of murdered trees. Without trees, there are no words. In sight, a bite of acid. Intemperance, a ground state for creativity. Ineffable, the beauty seen only in dreams and almost, but not quite forgotten. Insensible, the feeling of heaviness just after pins and needles die away. Incohate, the sound of her voice after tears. Intimate, understanding without knowing or needing to know. Incredulity, in time all is known and forgiven. Aphorisms. There is a weakest lion and a strongest mouse. Thank you for listening to the Middle-Aged Candy Store produced by The Gathering. Podcasts appear every first and third Tuesdays of the month. Introduction and interstitial written by Donnie Fabelston and performed by Michael Gill. Interregnagum written by Donnie Fabelston and performed by Donnie Fabelston and Karen Loomer. Duets written by Kristen Mueller-Heeslip and performed by Donnie Fabelston. Theme music by Donnie Febbleston, performed by Donnie and Linda Febbleston.